0: Hi everyone, welcome to episode 43 of SAMA. SAMA is a program where we invite someone on board to talk about the area of expertise. Normally it's an expert, but today you've got me. (laughs) Um, I'm John White, I'm the author of Spooky 2, and I'm going to walk you through biofeedbacks. Talk about the differences between the old and the new, and the new things that are coming up. So welcome and let's get started. Now we've got ready for you this presentation. I will share my screen and then we'll start. Spooky 2 biofeedback. These are the subjects that this um, presentation will be covering. We'll be talking about biofeedback and what it is. It's a word, but we'll explain what this word means. I'll be also covering the ways biofeedback can help you to recover your health. Spooky comes with three different types of biofeedback scans. Each of them are very different and each of them have a specific purpose. And we'll be covering those as well. Now there's a quantum leap between the technologies of Generator X and Spooky Pulse. And I'll be covering these Uh, as well during this presentation I will explain how to best prepare for a biofeedback scan so you have quality results and at the end I'll do what I normally do and give a few teasers tell you what's coming up part one what is biofeedback biofeedback is applying a sweep of frequencies through your body It's also monitoring any changes that are resulting from the frequency sweep. As the scan sweep progressive, Spooky2 remembers the results of each of those frequencies. Every incident is called a hit in the rife field. It means it's an event. After the biofeedback has taken place, Specule will analyze all of these hits and it will report the strongest ones that were found. The frequencies which caused those hits can then be put into a program. and You can run the program later for treatments. I'm going to explain how biofeedback can help. The question you may be asking is It's all well and good, but why run a biofeedback? What are the advantages? Biofeedback can help you find the frequencies which best help you. Everybody is different. We've got different DNA. We've got different environments, live in different countries. Different friends who we rub off our germs, (laughs) who we exchange germs with. Um, everything is different. And so we can't expect a, f- a program that works fantastic from someone lucky enough to be living in Florida to be just as effective for someone living in, the, uh, in Australia. The, if it's a generic program, they may be lucky and they may have success. But the level of the success I would expect to be different. Uh, the difference is Uh, the result of people's makeup, they've got different DNA, they've got different immune systems, they've got, well not different immune systems, but the immune system is comprised of different, well really your immune system is a result of your livelihood. If you've had immunizations, if you've had early childhood diseases that your body's overcome naturally, then your body will have the killer T cells which are targeting the pathogen. So I know myself, I can't have mumps again, because I had mumps as a child, but someone who hasn't may get mumps. And so my immune system is different from the other person. Another thing is that viruses and bacteria mutate and they mutate very quickly. The same virus in your body will be different from day to day in a very subtle way. As it changes in order so it can survive and replicate faster. And so, biofeedback finds the frequencies which are perfect at that time of the scan. Biofeedback is also good for removing ineffective frequencies from a list of programs. You may have many programs loaded, and of course, the running time is long. You don't want to run all of these programs. And so you choose to run a biofeedback to pick the strongest hits within that program. And so you can reduce a program from 300 frequencies, and I'll show you that shortly, into a program of perhaps 20. And it's the 20 that your body needs. And so instead of having it 900 minutes, it becomes an hour. So you can reduce the treatment time. You can also improve the accuracy of programs through the use of biofeedback by refining the frequency resolution. And so you may have noticed that most of the programs in the Spooky2 database are integers. Uh, There's no decimal place, in particular with the lower frequencies, because they use harmonics, are actually needing to be more accurate. And so Spooky2 can find the exact decimal place of these integer frequencies. And finally, you can use biofeedback to monitor improvements to your health. Before this Sama today started, I was demonstrating how you can just click on the graph of the pulse and you can see your heartbeat. And as your base fitness rises your basal or resting pulse rate decreases and in my attempts at losing my winter fat i'm doing exercises now and taking extra care what i'm eating and my pulse rate i can see has dropped about three beats per minute over the course of one and a half weeks so you can do this as well okay three different types of biofeedback Spooky2 has three different types of
1: biofeedback. The sweep, the refine and the grade. The sweep
0: biofeedback is the one that possibly most people are familiar with.
1: Spooky2 sends a frequency sweep to the body. Spooky
0: listens to any hits during the sweep and determines which frequencies invoked the strongest biological response. The frequency range can be set to any value. The frequency steps can be changed to any value. I'll show you through
1: example. This is Spooky2. I've gone to the Presets tab. I'll go to the home folder because
0: i was deep into the presets before while i was playing with the software you, in the presets tab you click on biofeedback. i'll use generate uh, spooky pulse first i've still got the clip on my ear i'll go to general and i'll go to the half scans because spooky pulse is slow we generally split up scans into several smaller scans the idea being you can join them up later or you can separate them into separate programs i'll choose a half scan and i'll choose
1: the first scan scan number one this is a general scan if i go to control
0: the spooky two you can, however you set it, with the presets or manually through the settings, when you go to control, before you click on a generator to load, click on allow generator Overrides. That gives Spooky permission to load what is in Spooky memory into the generator or the active memory. So I'll start up my XM generator Number three in my system is a XM generator. Was last running the GX general biofeedback scan, but now is, um, there was just an experiment, it's not actually a generator X. Now, generator overrides and click on the channel. You can see that the generator which is online is the XM generator, you can see it on the right hand side here. The biofeedback controls at the bottom of the screen. Now my pulse recording is still showing because I clicked on the screen. Normally that will be stopped. At any time when you have a spooky pulse connected, clicking on the graph toggles your pulse display. And so you can see at one time my pulse went up to 80. must have been some exciting point I was stressing there. And it's dropped down to around 54 as a minimum. This biofeedback preset has loaded these parameters into Spooky2. The start frequency is 76,000 Hertz and the finish frequency is
1: 114,000 Hertz. The duration is 32 minutes. I'll start the scan. I don't know whether you heard that click in the background, but that's the generator starting. Now initially, there's a countdown. This is
0: allowing your body to settle down Remember that spooky pulse relies on your heart rate and your heart rate can fluctuate very easily. And so this gives you time to settle down, just relax. You can sit or lie down, whichever is most comfortable. The start delay sets this delay. So after 30 samples, the biofeedback starts. Now you can see the biofeedback has commenced.
1: Now I'll do an experiment, gosh, even thinking about the experiment has risen my pulse rate. So
0: I let my pulse settle down. My experiment is I'm going to raise my
1: arms. Okay, I raise my arms. Yeah, and it's created a spike in the graph. And so, Spooky Pulse is actually quite sensitive to physical motion. All
0: biofeedback is sensitive to motion, but Spooky Pulse is more so. Now the things I'd like to highlight are these. First of all, the speed of the graph. You'll see that the graph is, tap, 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 it increments with every heart rate. When you're monitoring your heart, you can't go faster than
1: a heartbeat. And so, by virtue of the fact that we are monitoring a an organ which
0: is slow, biofeedbacks are slow. Now, if at any time I get an interruption, the pulse may rise very sharply. And it pretty much negates the accuracy of the entire scan. And when a scan is taking 32 minutes, you don't really want that to happen. Because you've then got to stop it and restart it. Or you can make a note of what frequency you're running when when you have an interruption. But even, even the act of looking at something will increase your heart rate, or at least alter it. any stimulation affects your pulse, any stimulation at all. I think the most, um, the ideal patient is the person who's sleeping. But then again, even they've got dreams. So there's no true, absolute ideal situation, but I guess at least during sleeping, you've got a minimum amount of distraction. Okay, so we can, wait 32 minutes or we can stop it (laughs) guess what i'll do now because the spooky pulse is so slow we can't use this feature called samples per step if we could then the accuracy would increase because then an average of this number of samples will be taken i'll give an example I'll make it six samples per step. I'll set the start delay as zero because it's too long to wait. And I'll start another scan. You'll see that a blue line will appear.
1: I'll let my drink of water while I'm waiting.
0: Ozonated water, of course. Now that blue line represents a sample each time it steps up Here's another sample and it's six samples, two, three, four, five. The sixth one is the processing so it doesn't show it. What Spooky does, he's measuring the pulse six times and after that um, group of samples, the average is used rather than an instantaneous value. And so it's a way of increasing the accuracy by large, a large amount. It it negates two things which
1: make spooky pulse inaccurate. And that is sudden surprises, which
0: is like someone closing a door and, and you hear that sound and your brain processes that and it also negates the effect of breathing. As you breathe in, your pulse rate increases very slightly, and as you breathe out, and there's no pressure on your heart, because your heart is actually surrounded by your lungs,
1: then your whole, your pulse rate drops. So, if you're taking
0: an average, over six seconds roughly which is when you've got a pulse every second which is what i roughly got then you breathe in and you breathe out for every single sample that spooky 2 is doing in the biofeedback unless you're doing lots of talking like myself where you don't breathe so often so it's a way of increasing your accuracy but look how slow the graph is now i've been talking for you can see that current chain duration at the top of the screen for almost two and a half minutes and the graph hasn't even really started. And I've got the estimated duration at the bottom of the screen, 3 hours 10 minutes. So gosh, I will be asleep after this finishes, or before this finishes.
1: It, It isn't practical. So I'll show you the difference
0: now between Pulse and Generator X. It's really glaring. Uh, I'll copy the same settings to one of my Generator X generators. Two generators are showing because Generator X is two generators in one. So I'll, I'll copy the exact settings to my Generator X and you can see the beautiful Generator X here. Okay, at this point in time, I think I'll connect up my TENS pads. So just be patient while I do this. I'm surrounded by wires. For, <laughs> I've got two computers in front of me. One for communicating with Sam, who looks after me. And also fielding the questions feeding in through Facebook. So, if anyone has questions while I'm doing this presentation, please ask them. And, um, Sam, if you can forward them to me through QQ because I can't see them while I'm on full screen, that would be appreciated. Okay, now I've got my Teams pads connected.
1: Let's start a Generator X scan using exactly the same settings. Oh, okay, it's going slow because I'm using Spooky Pulse. Because of course,
0: Generator X can also use Spooky Pulse. And because it's using the same second, the same settings, you can see Detect and Pulse beats per minute has been selected. And so if you use Spooky Pulse, it's going to be just as slow with Generator X.
1: So we'll stop it. And we'll now select Current. Okay, and I'll start it now with a scan. Okay, and this is Generator X. Now instead of taking forever the Spooky Pulse, it's pretty fast. It's gone down to 14 and a half minutes. You can see the graph
0: flying along there, and this with the six samples per frequency. Let me show you something. I'll bring it down to one sample per step, which is how the demonstration started with the preset. If I was to use beats per minute, it's 31 minutes to do the scan which isn't too bad but it's still pretty long and of course if you get any distractions you've got to do it again but if I choose angle or current it goes down to 2 minutes 26 seconds and so we'll start the scan
1: you can see the graph now is absolutely flying absolutely flying Okay, now I've got the TENS pads on me, it's extremely sensitive.
0: You can see the values here, it's two decimal places, the current value there. Even though I've selected current, it's
1: also monitoring the phase angle because in the system tab,
0: I have this option selected, which is the default. Logging angle and current during biofeedback. There's a very good reason why we recommend you have that selected. After a biofeedback scan has taken place, you can go back and reinspect the results using different parameters. If you have both options selected, then you can analyze, again, using angle. And so you're not locked into just using current. Because the angle was also recorded, you can then analyze the angle later on. The next day, the next week, it doesn't matter. Where this biofeedback scan is taking place, it's electrically very noisy. It's China. It's got Wi-Fi everywhere. And even where I'm sitting now, I've got two laptops and two generators and powered USB hub. I've got my emotional support TD. Oh no, that doesn't put any signals. But I've got a lot of things happening. And I've still got my spooky pulse connected to my ear. I haven't unclipped that. (laughs) I should do it, starting to to hurt a little bit. And so you'll get um, a general hum and the wires that are going out from Generator X. During the scan, it's um, finished its scan already, would you believe, but it's not found any hits. It hasn't found any hits because the threshold is too high. I haven't got anything seriously wrong with me, and so um, I'm quite lucky, but I'll I'll lower this down so we can see the little spikes that were in the results and it's a good time to show you how you use the analyze function i've clicked analyze when a biofeedback is done the file name is called bfb and then the year the month the day and the time and even the seconds is used as the file name that's the timestamp of when the biofeedback
1: started. And so this is the most recent biofeedback scan. There we go. So after a scan,
0: the frequencies which invoke the strongest response are shown at the top, and the weaker ones are shown down below. In the brackets is the strength of the signal. The value in the brackets varies. In some types of scan, it shows you the raw value. Other types, it shows you the raw value over the running average as a percentage. It just depends on how you set up the biofeedback scan. And so, here I'm measuring current over running average. If I did the same analysis, using angle instead of current. I click on analyze, I click on the same file. And these are now showing you the results for using angle over the running average
1: as a percentage. And so the frequencies will very likely be different. After the results are presented, you can do a reverse lookup.
0: Generally, you can just leave these options alone and press go. And you can see what matches in the database were found
1: for the frequency hits. The matches which are found don't
0: necessarily mean that you have those diseases. What it means is those database entries share the same frequencies as the hits that the biofeedback found so it's not a diagnostic device though some people use it as that it can be useful for suggesting things to be wary of we're finding that generator x sometimes is a little bit too scary because the results are just a little bit too accurate but we don't promote it as a diagnostic device It's really just a reference to see, well, okay, i got a frequency hit, a very strong one here and a weaker one here. What does it, what what does Spooky think that frequency uh, treats? And so at this point in time, you select which frequencies you want to include in your program. Maybe I want to just have the top three, the ones over point two. If at any time you moved and you know that the frequency is invalid, let's say this top one, I sneezed (laughs) and it was just at the end of the biofeedback scan, and the result is that that hit value is very high, maybe it's not valid. So you can untick it if you like, and so it'll become a two frequency program. You click on this icon here, which is Save Program, or you know, create a program from the frequency result. So click on there, the two frequencies are automatically put in here. Program name, you can put your name in here.
1: Oops.
0: (laughs) And just put in a few other details on the name so you can reference it later. Okay, and just click on save.
1: Select yes and your feedback program after the um after the program has loaded will be listed in your list of programs you can see it at the bottom here so you can load it
0: well actually the first thing i want to do is go to a preset so i'll go to what will I do? I'll go to a shell preset, which is at the bottom here. I'll use remote. Spooky remote is a very convenient way to apply frequencies. I'll go to killing remote. I'll use the one that I wrote JW. I'll go to programs. I then select the program by double clicking. The program appears in the loaded programs section on the control tab, allow generator overrides. Click on the generator I want to use. I'll use generator number two within generator X. And I'll go start. And so that's walking you through a biofeedback scan, saving the results into a program, having a bit of a play with the, uh, the reverse lookup. This is a matter of interest and running the program. If I can do that, you can too. Okay. Moving on. Refine is optimized scan. It increases the accuracy of programs by scanning either side of the program frequency. Now This is interesting. Let's choose a preset which is there is Somewhere a preset for um, for the top five, top three hundred pathogens. It might even be there. Yeah, no, it's not. But let's say we have a. Um, we'll go to
1: a heal program, remote. Eyesight to improve. This program
0: was written by Jeff Kegsor. It contains, well this preset was written by Jeff Jeffy so it contains four programs, all designed to improve your eyesight. You can see the programs here. The duration is two hours, 21 minutes. If I go to Control, Allow Generator overrides, and I click on my Generator X because it's my favorite, you'll see there's quite a few programs here quite a few frequencies I should say and I want to know which frequencies are most beneficial to me in this type of biofeedback once you load the frequencies in the biofeedback will use these frequencies and disregard the start and the finish frequency I'm going to refine it plus or minus one hertz and because it's generator X it's going to be reasonably fast and so the first thing spooky does is load the waveforms into the generator
1: and then it starts Now it's a bad example because
0: The frequencies are very low. And when I started that program, it made me jump. In the settings tab, there's contact mode options. You can reduce the amplitude if the frequency is low. So I've ticked that. I'll go back to control and I'll restart it. I allow generator overrides, click on the same generator, and hopefully I won't jump out of my seat this time. Yes, it's only a slight tingle, and so now you'll see that the frequency is
1: rapidly sweeping. The sweeping range is from two six five to two six seven hertz, and so here you'll see
0: my how my body is reacting to the different
1: frequencies that are being applied to my body. Each peak
0: and each trough represents a response of my body. And I'll be talking a little bit more on this later on.
1: You can see that there's more of a relaxing period and then more of a stressful period there. If you're doing a biofeedback scan to determine which frequencies are best for healing, you select the minimum, and in the opposite,
0: which one is most uh, suitable for killing, you detect maximum. If you're using spooky pulse, when your body is under stress, your pulse rises, and if you're more relaxed, your pulse drops. Okay. In hindsight, it was actually a dreadful
1: precept to select because the frequencies are so low. In the settings tab, there's a
0: frequency limits frame. And you can alter things to suit the, um, the the purpose of the scan. In this case, I'm going to make it so anything um, output number one and output number two, oops, are below uh, twenty thousand hertz then octave harmonics will be used to raise the frequency. And so we restart again. And you'll see that the frequency is much higher. The range is now 40, 34,000 hertz region in plus or minus one hertz. And so this will be more accurate and it's certainly more pleasant for me, even though it's 20 volts. I can't feel it because the frequency is higher. It's really the Low
1: frequencies, which are painful. Just a reminder: if you've got any questions, ask them.
0: I'll be going back to the uh, the chat section of the Zoom software soon, so I can see the um, the questions that have come through. Uh, so this is a refined scan. Each frequency is scanned
1: plus or minus one hertz and so it's a
0: way of increasing the accuracy uh, the resolution of all the frequencies that are within the program and so the result will be um, if i hadn't risen the frequencies by an using harmonics. It might be 266.05, 349.98. Um, all of those frequencies will be reported by Spooky. And then you know you can then save them as a program that is suited specifically for you. You can see here that there's a big drop trough there. And so if I was selecting the minimums, if I had minimums selected here, Spooky would use, regard that as a hit.
1: And this one is a hit as well, the bottom of the graph. I've just had a question in from Carol.
0: Um, She asks, uh, you put TENS pads on your chest. I thought it was your right hand and left ankle. Generally it is Carol. I was very careful not to go across my heart and I'll be covering the precautions later on in this presentation. I went across my chest because um, I'm sitting at a table hold, um, presenting this um, uh, holding this presentation and so it's difficult for me to go between my right hand and left ankle. That, that recommendation by the way Carol is for full body scan. full body scans are an excellent application of spooky pulse. It's what spooky pulse excels at because spooky pulse, is recording your body response. Generator X measures the signal response. And so for spooky pulse, it's good to go through as much of your body as possible. And of course, the the longest signal path is diagonally. And if you go from your right hand to your left ankle, you avoid your heart. The signal does not pass through your heart if you're using generator x it's better to have the tens pads close together because it's measuring the signal change um, as the frequencies are being stripped through your body and if the signal is only going through bad cells the results will be 100 percent pristine perfect results but of course you can't have like a hundred percent disease unless you're using some sort of sample holder and have the um, have the sample across two conductive plates which is what we're working on at the moment but um, the best we can do at the moment is to have the tens pads directly across the region which you want to inspect and so in my case i've got it across my chest the 10s pads that the hit um, one foot apart maybe less my chest isn't that big but maybe it may be around a foot that's um 30 centimeters for the for the metric countries and um so at the moment the generator is measuring the change in the signal in, in my settings, I'm changing. I'm recording the change of the angle, the phase angle, in the signal that's passing across my chest. The tens pads for a generator X biofeedback can be almost touching. In fact, but if they are almost touching, then it's only really uh, the electrical signal is really only passing through your uh, through your skin because the skin is between the pads. It's a direct, it's a straight line between your um, between the conductive plates, which is the tens pads. And so, if they're very close, then it's only to keep But you can have the tens pads so across one finger, if you like, and get good results. If you've got a, a problem with a joint in your finger, um, you can, you know, you can. There's no limit to how close you can go. But just bear in mind, it's always a straight line, of path electricity doesn't really like going around corners so
1: yeah there we go okay more questions flowing in um, now this has uh, has asked a question
0: it's a long one and um, he's saying he's run uh, consecutive biofeedback scans back-to-back within the 30 minute Um, times period using the same current settings, Um, uh, Vivek says he ran them only after running detox terrain uh, uh, Brian Yamamoto uh, preset for one hour each of my consecutive Biofeedback scans. And he says that the results changed uh, between the scans. If you do a scan, and then you do any change, and then you do a scan, you would, you would expect a change. But there's another reason why there may be a change, and that is that the, um, the environment changes. If you're using Generator X, I'll take these pads off because it's a little bit, uh, a little bit distracting. If you're doing a, Biofeedback scan. Now you can see when I took the P- team's pads off, the um, the signal shot right up. This is the phase angle. The phase angle relies on the current flow, and there's no current flow now or very little. It's only a capacitive current flow between a sheet of plastic, and so the phase angle will increase as it becomes a capacitor. Okay. Um, when you do a biofeedback scan using generator X, it's very, very, very sensitive your body becomes an aerial to Wi-Fi signals, any sort of electrical appliance around you, your body will pick up. If you were to connect an oscilloscope, which is a measuring device showing waveforms, if you connect one of those to your TENS pads, you'll be shocked, you'll be horrified to see what voltage your body has all the time. It's very, very shocking. And so, um generator x because it's so sensitive it sees those signals and and because it's so fast it will record the signals the instantaneous values even after smoothing there will be um a change in the value and so this is why it's important to set a threshold the threshold pretty much tells spooky to ignore the smaller values i'll stop the biofeedback scan and then I can change the values uh, when I first uh, released spooky two's support with generator X I had a threshold of 0 point4 because I found that that was quite a reliable one it only gave valid hits but you know people who were living in noisy apartments um, electrically noisy apartments that is found that no hits were being presented and I you know, they found that they weren't getting results, if you lower this threshold, then it becomes more sensitive. You can even use zero as a threshold and every single bump will be recorded. Spooky will still report the strongest ones, but the environment will be also reported in the biofeedback results. And so it's good to have some sort of threshold. And when you set the threshold, to a suitable value and you redo the anal- analysis, you'll find that the results are quite consistent. Also, um, another point is that a frequency sweep is also a form of treatment. Many programs are frequency sweeps. And so a biofeedback scan is doing a treatment. And so of course, after a treatment, you would expect a change in the results. So we've covered refine, it's the optimization of a program that's been loaded into Spooky. The third way that Spooky can do a biofeedback scan is grade scan, and this is actually my favorite. I like things that are fast. I'll give you a demonstration. Using the same programs, same frequencies,
1: I'll click on the grade scan. Now, you watch very carefully. Once, when I press scan,
0: all these frequencies will be run through quickly. And any results will be shown. And those are the results with the grade. You'll see that these frequencies are higher than the frequencies in the program. That is because in the settings tab, I entered frequency limits, but I'll remove them now. I won't connect the TENS pads because I don't want to jump 10 feet up in the air. And I run the same program again, the same biofeedback. We started now and we're doing the scan, and the scan's finished. And so we have now scanned all those frequencies in in a a blink of an eye i know now that 460 is the strongest frequency that would have been a harmonic and then 1750 so all these frequencies um are graded Oh, that it went higher because those frequencies the higher frequencies are further down there didn't actually see those and so this preset starts with the low ones and goes to the high ones later on. So it's not a preset you want to use in contact mode. And yes, I sure read the fine print. Yes, Jeff Kagsaw, if you're watching this, it does say remote. Next time I'll read it more carefully. All our presets have in brackets their function. So remote is R. Plasma has got P.
1: And remote has got R and
0: next time yes I will run an R remote <laughs> because it's I uh, sorry for contact mode for um, for the biofeedback because it's bearable so if I was to click on a, a um, any of these presets it's a um, currently when the heel if I go to a contact you haven't got any contact Your one's got to change that. But uh, let's say we go through the remote ones and you want to do the multivitamin and mineral. This will be interesting. These are very high frequencies generally because they're MW, that's molecular weight. Spooky converts molecular weight to frequencies. And these frequencies are generally quite high. Go to allow generator overrides. Click on the generator. You can see the M and then a number after that. Oops! I don't want to start the program. I wanted to do a biofeedback. I'll stop it as soon as it
1: started. Okay. Now we're going to do a grade program scan. There's 80 frequencies loaded in this program. Ah, and it's been set to pause. Yellow means pause
0: and so if I go to settings I've got a schedule set up for this program. So if I go run from 5am to 5am, that disables the schedule. So I'll reload this preset and redo the scan. Okay, we're going now. It's 80 programs, 80 frequencies in total and it's fixed. It's already done it. There we go. How fast is that? This is why it's my favorite. Best one's at the top. The least effective ones at the bottom. This is the grade program, the third type of biofeedback. So we've covered sweep, the general biofeedback. We enter the start frequency and the finish frequency. We've covered the refine program biofeedback, which is when you load a program. And we've covered the grade program, which grades them from the best to the worst by selecting this option here. Differences between Generator X and Spooky Pulse. Well, this table explains pretty much the differences between the two. Generator X is extremely fast. Spooky Pulse, you've got to be more patient. Generator X can go up to 40 megahertz. It can go lower than 15 kilohertz, but most biofeedbacks are generally above that value. Spooky Pulse, the, um, the, if it's used with the XM generator, the XM generator can really only go to about 20 megahertz. So Generator X goes twice the speed of the XM generator. The detection type, now this is an important point. Generator X monitors the signal going through your body, whereas Spooky Pulse relies on the response that your body gives as a result of that signal. And so because it's waiting for the response of your body, which isn't as fast as a computer, it's got to wait until your body gives that response. It's important to note that Generator X does not rely on galvanic response, which is what a lot of low end biofeedback devices use. Spooky, uh, the uh, Generator X uses the current that's passing through your body, not just the resistance of your skin. In particular, in the frequency range, your skin becomes quite transparent and your body becomes more like a capacitor. As the frequencies increase and your phase angle will change as a result. And so it's measuring subtle, subtle changes in the signal that are flowing very rapidly. And because it's not relying on a response of your body, the sweep can be so much faster, the step size can be smaller. It's 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 very much a vast improvement over spooky pulse. Now, the next thing, the usage, generator X is best used across a smaller area. It's best to have a higher proportion of bad cells over good cells, otherwise most of the signal that's being returned, or that's being measured by the generator X, is through good tissue. Whereas spooky pulse is better for a whole body scan, because your whole body is responding to that frequency. It's not necessary. In fact, it's not so good to have the contact point so close with Spooky Pulse. Generator X, the results are generally killing frequencies. That's pretty much true. I gave a demonstration just a bit earlier with a healing frequency, whereas a a dip in the graph represents a frequency that's beneficial for your body. But Spooky Pulse is better at detecting
1: Healing frequencies and also Spooky Pulse can detect killing frequencies. You just have to be patient. How to prepare for and perform a biofeedback scan
0: for both Spooky Pulse and Generator X? Well, we've got our Spooky Pulse on the left, the hardware that you require, the generator you connect to your computer either directly or through a hub. Spooky pulse you connect directly to your computer most hubs strip the information of the spooky pulse and so most hubs do not work if you use um, for you know do not work with spooky pulse and in this demonstration I have spooky pulse directly connected to my computer on the output of the generator you have a spooky boost you have your tens cable and then you've got your two tens pads in the picture you can see a finger clip from spooky pulse that's the green thing it just slips over your finger that's more comfortable for long biofeedback scans which is pretty much every scan with spooky pulse you can see on the photo on the right this uh, gentleman with hairy legs um, having a biofeedback scan using the equipment that's shown on the left he's lying down so he's nice and comfortable He's got the TENS pads on the left ankle and the right wrist. So the electrical circuit is very long. It has to travel through the arm, across the torso, and then down the leg. And so
1: he's performing a full body scan. To perform a sweep scan, you go through
0: these steps. You choose a shell preset for the scan, go to the control tab, click on allow generator Overrides,
1: click on a generator, and then you press the scan button so if you go to a preset go to the home button go to biofeedback Spooky pulse general we've got the
0: general purpose biofeedback scan We've got the grade program shell. We've got these scans which are split up because scans take too long if they're a full scan. And so you can go to a grade program shell. And that's when you um, load a program in and then you do a biofeedback scan to determine which frequencies have the strongest response. The general purpose biofeedback scan is actually the one I was looking for before because if I go to the control, allow generator overrides, what will load are the 300 most occurring frequencies in the Streaky 2 database in the order that they appear. So 880 is the most common one. No matter what you've got wrong with you, if you run 880 hertz, most probably it will um help in your condition it's just one of those magical frequencies and then you just press scan
1: if you go grade program and then scan it will after what am i i've
0: got to set to pulse and i haven't got my pulse connected anymore <laughs> i'll have to stop that one you know i'll, I'll... Choose current because I don't want to have a slow demonstration. If I choose current, then I go scan, it'll be much faster because it's using the capabilities of Generator X. And each time, each frequency is being scanned
1: six times, sampled six times, and the results are shown here. every time that the frequency changes above or below 40 kilohertz
0: Spooky is changing the resolution of the generator because below 40 kilohertz generator X can run at five decimal places which is very very accurate and Spooky wants things to be as accurate as possible and then after the scan Spooky will tell you which frequencies gave the strongest response The fine optimized scan and the grade scan we've covered these scans already so I'll skip through the generator X hardware It's more simple. I suppose we've still got the computer and the generator But the generator does all the Measuring as well, so you don't need a spooky pulse to be connected. So you go straight from the generator X through a spooky boost through the TENS cable to your TENS pads, and so it's more simple, I suppose. TENS pla- placements for Generator Rex, now this isn't just for Generator Rex, it's also for the XM generator. Uh, this one is for the kidneys. Be very careful here, because the heart is just above that point, and we don't want the electrical signals to be passing across your heart where you see the red dots, the electrical signal will be a straight line between the two. This is for Generator X general scan. I've already told you that the uh, Generator X is not that fantastic for whole body scans if you put your TENS pads on the right wrist, left ankle. But if you place the pads across your abdomen, that picks up a huge amount of issues, even that may be elsewhere in your body. We've had users report that it's picked up immunization, um, immunizations that they've had as children or early adults, through TENS placements in this area. And so it's it's certainly accurate. Um, The stomach and the intestines are pretty much the core of your body. For your head and neck area, this is what we recommend. Remember that if you do run any contact mode, whether it's in biofeedback or running a program, make sure that you either reduce the amplitude at low frequencies or you apply a minimum frequency. Okay, this is the results of that scan which I had left it at, I'll just close it down what I'm mentioning is the frequency limits. Make sure you enter something like 10,000 or maybe 15,000 as the minimum for both output number one and output number two. And this means that Spooky will always make sure that the frequency is above your sensation threshold. You won't feel the frequencies, but the frequencies will still have an effect. If you're doing contact mode, it always pays to have some sort of frequency limit there. And also I recommend sample amplitude below 10 kilohertz. That's another recommendation and tick those two as well. Otherwise you'll feel it. Like I felt it in my demonstration with the Jeff or remote preset I ran earlier. <laughs> but you live and learn. We don't recommend that the TENS pads are used above the neckline or across the heart. If it's above the neckline, the skin is very sensitive. If you um, have any sort of um, injury, it's more—it becomes more serious. By injury, I'm talking about if you're running an offset in contact mode. Now, many people are using the Holder Clark um protocol, which is always running a signal with 100% offset. I want to give a warning now. If you do this, you'll feel a burning sensation under the TENS pads. Holder Clark recommended seven minutes or less for a complete duration. We have found that even with seven minutes, if you're using 20 volts amplitude, um, there is still a risk of injury, especially if, the TENS pads have been used more than once and so they're drier than new. And we're going to be um, bringing out larger TENS pads, which may also help, but nevertheless, if using a fixed offset, there will be an acid buildup under the TENS pads and um, you risk causing skin injury. So, uh, my personal recommendation is not to use an offset. Um, But, it's not to say you can't. Of course, you mustn't use the TENS pads across your heart because your heart is a purely electrical organ. It has its own mechanism for maintaining its heartbeat. Your, your, Your brain doesn't send a signal to make the heart pulse. And so you don't want to be passing an electrical signal through a highly sensitive electrical organ. It's not a good idea to place TENS pads at the right wrist and left ankle for a scan using Generator X because the current level is reduced because the resistance is high. It's got the signal has to pass through a lot of tissue. Uh, The other reason of course is that if the signal is passing through more healthy tissue, the signal that's from the unhealthy tissue will be overshadowed. Now this is interesting. There's only one preset for the Generator X biofeedback scan. You know, if you go to the presets tab, go to bio, uh, home and then biofeedback, if you click on spooky pulse, you see there's um, separate ones for cancer three of them for cancer and in general there's more there's half scans and you've got these scans here one's a test and the other two are real scans and other these other ones here and it, it gets a little bit confusing but with the X, you count them there's only one and that's because the signal covers all the frequencies of all the germs that were ever discovered by royal life plus more it covers them completely and it only does it the scan only takes six and a half minutes
1: and it's hard to improve on something that does everything in a reasonable time Ah, uh, let's see, single scan And Now press scan. There's a hundred sample countdown
0: because the samples are so fast. And the scan will only take uh, six minutes, 22 seconds. So it's a scan that's covering all the germs that exist all the germs that don't exist, and it does it in a short time, so you're covered. Okay, so um, this is why there's only one scan for the Generator X, it's, you can't improve on that. Okay, to do a scan, you connect the hardware and the TENS pads, you then start the software, choose the Generator X by feedback scan, go to the Control tab. To allow generator overwrites, choose a generator, and then you start the scan.
1: Now I've got quite a few questions coming through. Um,
0: Vivek Parthila is asking, would consecutive biofeedback scans for current show similar results after I run detox terrain? Brian Yamamoto preset. For all fifteen, uh, for all eleven days. Now you won't have the same results because the scan will resolve issues that you have in your body, and so each scan will be different. Adam Williams, you said, "I can never get Spooky Pulse to work without continuous dropout. I've never succeeded in running a scan." Adam, placement of the sensor from Spooky Pulse is very Um, critical. If you're using a finger clip, for my fingers I find it's best to have the clip at the very edge of my finger because my fingers are a little bit thicker. Um, For some people using the ear clip is better because their ear lobes have got a better uh, blood flow. One person had um, was a woman, she had real difficulty getting any sort of pulse back and what we did was she lay down on the bed. Her blood pressure was low and so we, uh, she lay on a bed and we had her arm drop to the floor or you know, hanging down and then we put the finger clip on her arm and that provided the necessary um, blood pressure for detecting the pulse. Spooky pulse is sensitive and if it, for a recording to take place for a successful reading, there's got to be three consecutive Good readings, and so sometimes a scan t- can take a very long time if there's any sort of movement, because it misses it on a reading, and then it's got to take three more before it starts again. And with Generator X, you just don't get that problem. It just does it. just does the job. Heather Forster, hi oh, Heather, you're asking me. Um, I used Generator X and expected ten results, and only got four. What Heather was talking about is this, when you set up your scan, you've got the hits to find. The the default for this preset is 10, but you can make it 100 or 1000, it doesn't really matter. And we'll we'll, we'll try and report, the the, if it's in this setting, the 1000 frequencies that gave the strongest response. I mean, it's not very practical 1000, but it's just saying it is possible. Now Heather was saying that she ran
1: a biofeedback scan. Um, and she only got four results.
0: Uh sorry, yeah, and then she rescanned and only got two results after the rescan. And she's asking, is it normal? Well, if you want a lot of results, Heather, have a look at the threshold. It's probably 0.2. Um if you want results, regardless of whether they're strong or not, set it, that threshold to zero. Don't do the rescan. Just click the analyze button and open the, open the file that got created by that biofeedback scan. And every single hit will be shown. Now this is showing, let's have a look. I've set it to, sh- to record 1,000 frequencies. Now, I'm not sure that's a thousand, it's a lot, but every single hit, right down to look at the value, even the negative value ones have been shown because the value is zero. And so if you want to see numbers, you set it to zero. If you want to have uh, Spooky only show the, the numbers which are valid, which, are, you know, which mean something, set a threshold but maybe you can set it to zero and you know only select then you deselect all the frequencies by clicking this button here and then select the top ones that you want you can do that if you like and then disregard the rest and then when you click on save one two three four five six program uh, six frequencies the frequencies are automatically loaded there you can just enter your program name and save it and you've got your, your, your top hits there. So here's a, um with this new version of Speaky software, you don't have to redo a scan like you used to in the old days. Just analyze and you know, make, make the settings that you want to change and then click on analyze. You can also select um, you know, angle or angle and current, a combination of the two, and then click analyze again and it will use the different parameters, which is kind of cool. So Heather, that's how you increase the number of results that are reported. And you can see which ones um, are more valid. You can, the, the data, the results are, rep, are shown, or as are saved as a CSV file. That's a database file. And you can open that in the database program and you can print out graphs. And those are interesting because you can see trends. You can overlay different results or different days and you can see movements in the graph. And that's very interesting. Okay, three different ways to analyze your results or to yeah to And well, three different ways of recording results really. The first one is angle. And that's the analogy which I think of is like when you're walking along with your with a child. And your child's at your side, you're holding hands. Um, if you start walking over some rough terrain like rocks, and of course your child's only got wee leggies, and so your child's going to fall a bit behind. Phase angle is pretty much the, like the distance between yourself and your child. When the terrain gets rough, your child falls further behind, and so the phase angle gets greater. The train is like... Everything between the TENS pads, when the terrain is rough, <laughs> like it's got germs, got bugs, got parasites, your child's going to start falling behind and your phase angle is going to increase. So Generator X measures when the terrain is rough or smooth. This is a, an, a, an extreme simplification of what really happens. For technical people that are watching, um, I'll just spend just a few seconds explaining the the technical side. Uh, Phase angle is the relationship between the current and the voltage that's passing through your body. Generator X, of course, measuring the change in the signal. Your body is predominantly capacitive. capacitive. Um, When a particular pathogen cell reaches resonance, the phase angle has a sudden shift and the um, generator X de- detects those shifts. If you've got many different types of cells between the TENS pads, it'll be a, a um of course a summation of the different cells. And so the different spike may be swamped by the healthy cells and the and the uh biophysical response of the signal as you know a result of that cell. And so the uh, closer you have the TENS pads, the more accurate the the, um, the results. And we're going to be bringing out a sample holder, which you can have, if you can get them, samples of pure pathogens, and then doing biofeedback on that sample, which is totally off out, out of your body. And then of course, the, um, the number of, um, you know, the response will be much sharper, In technical terms, the Q will be very high, and you'll see very, very sharp spikes. People that work in laboratories with gas spectrometry is using the same principle. Okay, that's enough of the technical talk. On with the show. Current is like the water running in a river. Normally this current flow is fairly constant, but, um, well, this analogy, the way it's written is not that good. It's saying if the level of the water rises, the flow increases. Um, Now what what generator X is measuring is if the river is getting blocked up a little bit. If there's a restriction in the water flow, generator X will measure the change in this flow rate. Because in this analogy, the level of the water is the voltage. And so this analogy isn't purely correct as it's written here. But an obstruction in the river is the, is the virus or bacteria, any form of pathogen. And generator X measures what frequency the blockages are. And of course, there's a combination of the angle and the current. They are related together. When the phase angle changes, the current will change. Um, people that are technical will know the reason why. Uh, non technical, it doesn't really matter, but you can um, do an, an analysis combining the two. And some people have found that it's been very good. Changes coming soon. Now, <laughs> that's before the closing credits. Now, um, the, the, um, the our lovely lady who wrote this presentation. Um, yeah, Kate Hugh. She, um, I, I didn't tell her what these changes are, but I'll, I'll show you now. When you're doing a biofeedback scan, and you're doing a refinement scan,
1: would a program, choose a random program. Let's have a look. We choose this one. It's got two programs.
0: I want to know more accurately what frequencies are best for my Leishman Donovan bodies um, issue, which is their parasites. I want to find. I want to get a more accurate figure on that. Now these frequencies are low, so please set the settings minimum here to something which won't hurt. So choose fifteen thousand for both output number one, output number two, make it 15,000. And I'll also reduce the amplitude, that's already been set. Control, I'll load this frequency set into my Generator X. Again, I'm using Generator X for the same reason, it's fast, (laughs) wonderful for displays. And I'll click on Grade Program. Now, when I do a Grade Program, I can choose how much I can refine it. The frequency is swept plus or minus. At the moment, it's one hertz of this frequency. I can choose now whatever plus or minus frequency range I want. So it's 525. I want to go maybe 10 hertz either side to get the exact one. then I press scan, or I choose which kind of detection I want. Generally, I use current. No real reason, I just find current works very well, and then I press scan, the countdown starts,
1: which is the start
0: delay set here, and then after the countdown, it gives you the, oh, it's on grade, (laughs) sorry, my mistake, I don't want to do a grade, I just want to do a refine, and then we go on scan, redo it. Now after the countdown, Spooky wall. Will scan plus or minus 10 hertz, so it's 790 to 810. The frequency is different from here because the frequencies have been raised by a harmonic, but very, very quickly, speaker will tell you within a very fine resolution which frequencies are best for you in a more accurate way because it's plus or minus 10. Will take more time than if it was plus or minus one hertz, but it's a fantastic way of finding out which, um, what the precise frequency is. I want to show you where it's very, very practical. 1604000. This is the cancer for BX. It's a royal Y frequency. I'll double click on the previous program so it deletes it. And so now I have only this BX frequency loaded. Control, allow generator overwrites and click on their uh, generator. Now, all viruses, all pathogens morph over time. They want to survive inside your body and your body's trying to get rid of them. So it's like a battleground. And so uh, the DNA of a virus changes. This is why you get different strains of viruses, so many thousands and thousands of different strains. And, and all the time they're changing. Antibiotics now are, be, are becoming ineffective because of the rate of change in the germs that are trying to um, take over our bodies. And this is the, this is the, um, the BX uh, virus of the 1920s. So we're almost 100 years ago, and we're expecting this frequency to work unchanged. I think it's a bit of a a long call. So, okay, I'm going to find out the exact one for 2018, 22nd of March 2018, today. And so if, if I had a cellular sample of the BX uh, or you know, let's say had a, a, a make it more simple a tumor sample in in our sample holder which hasn't been released yet. Um, that we expect it to be released in the next um, month and a half to two months. but so we wanted to do there, we want to have a you know a very good holder, so we're working on that. Um, so I get a sample in the holder, so it's pure sample and I a piece of scan, and it's going to be a refined scan. It's going to scan from one six oh three zero zero to one, sorry one six oh three to one six oh five, Now it's going to tell me after that scan the exact frequency that Bx has morphed into in my body, if as if the sample is from me, and so this is really a, quite a useful change. Um, in previous versions of Spooky, the refinement was only 1 hertz. And when you're at 1.604 megahertz, 1 hertz is neither here nor there. But now we're scanning 1,000 hertz either side. We can make it whatever we want. And then the scan will scan um, in that range and tell you, look, the two decimal places, the exact frequency for BX. And this is quite revolutionary. So we're very proud of that hello again i'll get just a quick check to make sure that i haven't missed any uh, other questions let's have a look yes some other questions have come through in summer uh, let's see
1: most of them i've answered okay do do
0: can you do a bioscan of a program in the spooky database using generator X? Absolutely. Whatever the XM generator can do Generate generator X can do it can just do it much faster And so if you're using spooky pulse and one time in this demonstration I use spooky pulse with the generator X, but it's sort of like having a Ferrari with training wheels it's, If you've got something with a lot of horsepower, you really want to use it horsepower and so um, Most times you'd want to use the extra capabilities of Generator X. Um, Can you set your remote to run on Generator X for 12 hours? Okay, now this isn't really part of the biofeedback presentation, but this is a question from uh, Vivian Armstrong. Your last name got truncated because there's only a small room in this chat window. Yes, Armstrong, hi um, Vivian. That's really talking about the offline capabilities of Generator X because of course, Generator X you can load programs on and then you can unplug it and just run it with, you know, with just a power supply. You don't need to have a computer at all. Um, and there's no limit to how long Generator X can run. You can press a loop button and you can run continuously. Um, you can do that for some of the general Defox programs perhaps. Um, so it's no limit. Um, so I think it's answering your question, but it's not really pertaining to biofeedback. Okay. Vivian, you're also asking me, can you use the results of a bio scan, of a biofeedback scan on Generator X using your XM generator? Um, now the both generators can go 17 megahertz, which is the maximum of the biofeedback scan. Generator, uh, the XM generator needs to use wave cycle multipliers to hit the high notes. I'll show you. Um, I'll show you that here. I'll share the screen. Well, this is the results. This is in the very short time it's told me that BX is now 1.603. But, you know, I see, oh, you know, it's a, it's much more accurate. It's to two decimal places for Hertz. And um, now this in this particular example, I have not got my tens pads um, connected. So it's just they're across a piece of plastic, so it's forming like a capacitor. And I was waving my arm around it, so it was picking up my arm. Uh, this isn't actually the, the true result. You'd want to have it connected to your body or across the tumour but um, in the very brief uh, time, you would know more precisely the, the right frequency for BX. Um, okay, so you've asked me whether you can run the high frequencies from a BX scan. Actually, what I should have done is um, saved it. So I'll, uh, let's have a look. I'll do that later. But anyway, the, to set the wave cycle multiplier using a, um, you know, for the XM generator, which is a previous technology, you do this here. You would maybe have four. So instead of having a limit of five megahertz, which is the native limit for the XM generator, there's now a limit of 20 megahertz, and so. If you have the wave cycle multiplier set this high, you can run the programs created by the generator X. However, because the XM generator is using a trick to reach these high frequencies, the accuracy will not be so great. The any errors will be multiplied by four. Generator X runs up to 40 megahertz, two decimal places. And so there's no issues with resolution or signal integrity. And so you'll get possibly better results using the generator X, but you can still use the XM generator. And people are doing that. We've had the question posed to us by several people do we plan to discontinue the XM generator? Now we've got a new generator out. Nothing could be further from the truth. The XM generator is a very, very reliable, very strong generator, it's proven itself. And they can run fast. I've shown you can run up to, you know, 20 megahertz with this wave cycle multiplier. It's one of our little babies. And, um, no, we'll be um, continuing to support the XM generator for a long time to come with changes that we make in Spooky software, we do all we can to um, provide support also for the XM generator. So, no, we haven't forgotten our little baby. Yes, basically, um, you're asking the question, oh, okay, um, oh, Lester, you're answering Vivek for me. You're saying, wouldn't it do the same if you used current for Spooky2 XM generator? Well. The XM generator can't do any detection of the signal, but once you've, got, once you've created a program, a frequency is a frequency. It can be any function generator that creates a frequency. But the trick is to know which frequencies to use. Once you've found these frequencies, of course you can use the XM or Generator X. You can use either of them. Can you do a biofeedback of the program in the Spooky Database using Generator X? Yes, I've shown you that. That's both the refine scan and um, the grade scan. Okay, um, that question, can you rearrange the saved programs you've loaded on Generator X in order to arrange them alphabetically? This way, as you add new programs, you'll be able to find them easily. Again, it's not biofeedback. Maybe we can cover this in another, uh, Summer, or maybe I can write a little blog and how to do that. You know, Generator X has got many people excited, including ourselves, because it's like when you've when it's like when you are living in a small town, and then you get a train ticket, and the train tickets to another bigger town, it's to the city, and and everything's just so much bigger and better and brighter and, and louder and more colourful. It's, Generator X has done that. Generator X has, is doing things which haven't been done before. People have incorporated, you know, high-speed frequency generators, but to incorporate all the capabilities into one package and have it offline is quite remarkable. So, um, hmm. Okay, let's see. How many times a week or many months do we need to do a biofeedback? Well, this is actually a really good question. This is from uh, Monique Gagnon. Um, Monique, um, we used to say with Spooky Pulse, we run a biofeedback every two days. Usually, it's two days with uh, Spooky Pulse, and that was almost like a it was like a compromise because it's such a nuisance to do a biofeedback with Spooky Pulse. It's like a you know when you wake up and then you have your breakfast and you do your, your, your duties during the day and then you go to bed, you don't have much free time there. And then spooky pulses is taking half an hour that you don't really have anyway of your day. And so um, this is why we've you know, written presets to scan two days, every three days perhaps. But we don't have really that problem with generator X. Anyone can afford six minutes. And six minutes is like, that's that's a full scan. It's not even half a scan or quarter scan. To do a a full scan using Spooky Pulse takes three hours, four hours. So that's quite, it's like half a day gone. And so, okay, we don't have that restriction. So now we say, well, with Generator X, just scan it when you want. I I did a biofeedback scan. Was it last night? It wasn't on me, but um, just on a friend. it's just not an issue, you know, you, you start the scan, it doesn't matter whether you're being distracted during the scan because it's not monitoring your heart, it's not body measuring your body's internal response. It's looking at signals, so you can be reading a book or watching TV, <laughs> and then you look up and you see, oh, the scan's finished half an hour ago. <laughs> it's very, very fast, very, very useful. So, if, I'd say once a day. You know, easy, easy once a day, because then you can monitor your response and you can do analyze and see, you know, use different parameters, see whether your phase angle is changing, see whether, you know, you know you've got a spike, which means you've got one particular problem. If that spike is smaller or smaller over a period of time, as you treat between sessions. I'm using it um, for my health side, because I'm getting ready for summer, I'm losing, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of sin. You know, during winter you put on a few pounds and I'm losing them. And um, okay, I'm doing exercises and I'm monitoring my fitness through the, um, the graph using Spooky Pulse. So Spooky Pulse will also be um, an accessory that will be always supported because it's just so useful. You don't need speed for all types of biofeedback and you know let's face it spooky pulse is better for full body scans but um you know if you don't need the speed go for spooky pulse if you like speed and convenience and also um i true truly believe that the scanning results of generator x are more accurate are more precise um then do, do it that way um ron uh kind of you've asked is this Uh, webinar recorded to watch later we have it live stream on facebook so i assume you're um you know you might be watching on facebook as well facebook is amazing gosh you know um it's it's grown so fast amazingly fast speaking isn't small anymore and um you know we're so proud we're not proud for what we've done we're proud for what you've done so thank you Uh, everyone that's um that's on Facebook, that's supporting us, you know, um, improving Spooky, you know, giving suggestions, ideas. It's all growing something, and, and everyone, everyone benefits. Even Generator X, ideas from Generator X came from very, very smart people that are part of the Spooky family, and, and you're all part of the Spooky family, so thank you. Um, so yes, um, Ron, the, um, the recording, um, my background um, helper, Sam, Um, Sometimes you can see him flickering in the background when I'm doing a webinar from the office, but I'm in the comforts of my home at the moment. Um, He edits the program and creates a video and uploads it to spooky2videos.com. That's a website where we put um, virtually all our videos that we produce. There's instructional videos. I I recommend people visit there. That's spooky2videos.com. Um and then we you know we try and sort of train people with the the various experts that we have that know significantly more than than ourselves. we've had some really good people on too, so please look at the um the archives, see who we've had on um very smart people people some people you know the the experts they do look far and wide they don't look at just the problem they look at what caused the problem, and they even look beyond that. And so I do recommend that you do look at these videos. They do tend to be about an hour long, so maybe you can play them in the background. But they're they're valuable, very, very valuable. We've had, you know, real experts on it, true scientists. When I've interviewed them, I've thought, gosh, you know, if I knew 10% of what they knew, I'd be smart. We've had those people on. So please do look at those videos. Now, I've had some questions uh, pertaining to the... um, you know, Generator X and other hardware that Spooky2 has, we have a very good website, Spooky2Support.com. It's Spooky2, that's number 2, support.com. On that website, we've collected the most common things that people have asked us, and we've answered them and given links for full answers on that website. And I recommend that people do go to that site um it's got a very good search facility i'm not sure how they've done it i think it's linked in through google technology or something goodness knows who's um but but it's good and so you can type in a question or or problem and it will give you a list of where the answers are on that site and it, it actually is huge so any question that you can think of and any question you cannot think of is most probably on that site so I recommend you look at that site before you go before you go elsewhere and of course you've got the you know the forum uh, the Spooky2 uh, forum which can be uh, sourced from Spooky2.com um, and that forum is uh, full of users who are both asking questions and answering questions Um, What I find in the Spooky movement, what has really surprised me, I guess, is the generosity of people. Now, on both Facebook and on the forum, we've got people there that contribute a lot of their time. This is time when they could be spending with family, friends, doing things they they enjoy doing. But no, they sit down and they help other Spooky 2 users. And the measure of a person is how much you give. And so yes, for all the people that have helped on Facebook and on the forum, thank you, thank you, thank you. A thousand thank yous. Okay, there's uh let's have a look. Um yes, um it's uh the forum the forum. The video should be ready. I normally we publish the finished um video, the recorded video, within a day or so. Uh, Okay, Vivek, um, so the key is that, run biofeedback scans about once a day on Generator X. It's only six minutes of your day, as you say, and compare the results over time to see what frequency hits are more common. And those may may be the ones to treat, is that right? Vivek, you're bang on. Um, Run them often. You can keep a log of them or you can, you know, do and analyze and see which hits were, um, were recorded on older scans. But um, you're right, it's, it's wise to just make a, a note of which frequency areas seem to provoke the strongest hits and compare them. Because the scans in Generator X are normally in electrically noisy environments, I mean the, an ideal scan will be to sit inside a metal earth cage. <laughs> they call them Faraday cages for good reason, they look just like a cage. And they are basically a metal box that, that stops all signals from entering. And then the results will be much cleaner. But it's not practical, you know. We, not many of us have Faraday cages in our living rooms. So, um, you know, we do the best as we can in what we have. And so the threshold gets most of the the uh, small signal random hits that are found, you know. And so you're right, compare the hits, you find a trend. And what I personally do, I use the same preset because it uses the same parameters for each scan. I always use the GX scan, I always use current. It still logs the phase angle during the scan. But what I do is I, I draw graphs of the data for um, the current for all the different scans. I put them in separate columns um, in, the data, in the spreadsheet program. And then I draw a graph, and I say, wow, there's actually, there's a bit of noise down there where some, some graphs are peaks and other graphs aren't. But there's definitely some points where all of them peak. And yep, you know, sure as bananas, where they all peak is where there will be a genuine hit. And the real hits tend to be the larger ones anyway. And so they're pretty easy to spot. Sometimes, and what I've personally found is in the healing um, scans when I when I do a, a analyse and I'm using the detect minimums, there tends to be a trend, a slower trend. It's not so sharp, and I'm I'm thinking that maybe because it's it is relying on a body response, but it's on the greater body, not just on a particular cell. And so that's my take on the on that. And you know, other people may 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 think differently, but that's what I think. Well, that's been. Uh, This week's SAMA, thank you everyone for your patience. Um, That that concludes our 43rd SAMA, covering biofeedback, both Spooky Pulse and Generator X. Both of them are good, both have their function. There is an overlap in their function. If you've got a Spooky Pulse and an XM generator and you you, you can't afford a Generator X, um, there's no need to buy a Generator X for biofeedback. Spooky Pulse can do biofeedbacks. It's really when you have a need for doing biofeedbacks faster, or if you want to have more accurate results, uh, that is really when you want to look at uh, getting a generator X, because in the one preset you cover every single pathogen. So that's that. Actually, one thing I haven't looked at is the Q&A. Okay, gosh, you know, I thought, I thought I'd covered them all, but there's a few more. I don't know whether I've got time for all of them. Okay, um, let's see, I'll just quickly um, flick through them. There's uh, uh, Andre uh, Bertrand, you've asked me about raising frequencies in contact mode for biofeedback sessions using harmonics. Um, that question is a bit hard to answer in the, um, in the time that I have. Um, I'll, give a, I'll give a very easy answer to that. Um, I raised the frequencies using harmonics so they wouldn't hurt me because, um, well, it's a good thing I wasn't um, on camera because I gave a wee jump there. It gave a kick because low frequencies do hurt. So I raised the frequencies using harmonics. Harmonics have the same effect as the main frequency. Um, I'll just, for the purposes of this, uh, webinar I'll just say it's because they're related to the lower frequencies they'll have a similar function there will not be um, such a, um, a strong function as when you use a pure frequency always the pure frequency will give the greatest response so when I selected harmonics the response will be reduced but the voltage was higher because the frequency is higher and I reduce the amplitude at low frequencies. And so it's, it's swings and roundabouts. I chose a less, slightly less effective frequency because it's a harmonic, but it could go to a higher amplitude. And uh, why does the frequency panel go pink uh, when above the line and green below the line? This is from Randy Lucas. This is the pulse graph that we were looking at before. That's actually a really good question. You know, when we were first designing biofeedback, um, I could see where um, clicking on the graph, you could monitor your pulse without, um, without even running a biofeedback scan. You could just see what your pulse is doing. When your pulse is high, your body is stressed. And when it's low, your body's relaxed. And so pink is actually supposed to be light red, which (laughs) happens to be pink. Um, That means that it's stressed. When it's below the line, it's relaxed. That line is your average pulse rate. And so when it's above average, it's stressed. When it's below, you're relaxed. And so it's just as simple as that. And um, Roger Payton, um, you've asked from your Galaxy Tab S, how do I link the scan result to a program, like enlarged, program. Uh, and sorry, like enlarged prostate. Well,
1: I'll show you, uh, let's have a look. All you do, uh, let's have a look, I'll go
0: to this will be the very last one because I really have gone overboard in the time. Um, I want to share my screen. Programs, I'll clear this. Oops, I'll clear the um, the search, and I'll go to prostate. Um, I'm going to. See, I've got all the database bases selected. You can see them all ticked down here, and so it's taking a long time to load list one. You can select, by the way, which databases you um, load in your system by ticking here, and you can see that there's almost forty thousand programs here. But I digress, enlarged. I'll see what I have for enlarged prostate. Prostate enlarged. So let's say, I'll I'll clear that, and I'll double click again. So I've now loaded prostate enlarged. I'll clear the search field, because at the bottom, I do have the results of one of my biofeedbacks, which I did during my demonstration, and I'll show you so once it's loaded another thing is that my computer is not very fast and there we go john white across chest by feedback done today 23rd of march isn't this year flying i've now got both programs loaded go to control loud generator overrides, loaded in and you started and so the low frequencies are the ones for the enlarged prostate you'd want to um run these in remote mode, I guess, because the program duration is um 24 minutes. You can see up here. You don't want to be doing that in contact mode. And you can see these two frequencies there, which are quite high. These are the two frequencies that my scan produced. And that's how you do it. It's as simple as that. So thanks once again. Wonderful having you all here.
1: Episode 43. Of Sama. thank you all. Have a wonderful evening. Good night the The, the summer takes extra
0: long time because their subject is just so riveting and, and i 'm sort of loath to sort of stop it because they 've got more and more information I just, I' just really like to hear like the lady. Um, Panama talking about this turpentine it 's this riveting stuff you know so i can 't think of any summer that i haven 't really enjoyed. I was nervous at the beginning. you could tell this from you know from how I was very nervous so I used to kind of dread doing them in a way you know because i 'm in front of so many people and now now this you know the the, um, the webinars in front of so many more people but um you know, even in the early times, i get over my nerves after about five or ten minutes, you know, get into the, into the, into the stream. But, you know, you now I don't have that. I find that um, I actually look forward to the, um, the seminar sessions with the experts. I get to meet people that are very smart, very knowledgeable, but more importantly are willing to share their knowledge to other people. So, um, Yeah. Thank you to all my experts, if, if any of them watching this now. I bet they're, they're all so busy doing their research, you know. Um, yeah, furthering the horizons. So thanks very much. Thank you, for your, thank you to the online participants, people that have registered with SAMA. You've provided me with questions that have, um, you know, that may be very relevant to the, um, to the webinar and that other people may be wanting to know as well. So, um, Trevor, you're going to really, really enjoy your Generator X when that arrives. That's Trevor Walker. And, um, yeah, gosh, um, thank you. (laughs) Um, Paul, Paul Vaughn, he said in his um, chat uh, window, which I have in the Zoom software, that he's waited for this webinar before he unpackages his Generator X. How is that for willpower? Who on earth... Waits for Easter before eating their Easter egg. Well, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. Um, but, You know, it's it's <laughs> me as a child. You know, an Easter egg has got to be eaten. It just has to be eaten. And So they were hidden from us. Um, yeah, and generator eggs to have it. Have the you know the box there, the the shiny beautiful generator eggs inside, not actually unpacking it. Really, really. Um, I, I took my hat off to you, Paul. You've got great uh, willpower. And just before I did the webinar, I was talking about um, ozone water. Totally unrelated to biofeedback, but in part of my strive to being fit, really, for summer, um, I'm losing weight, and I'm not doing it through eating less. Um, I am eating more careful, but I'm, um, I'm doing a lot of exercise, and I'm using the biofeedback um, as a means of monitoring my level of fitness because the more fitter you are, the lower your basal or your resting heart rate is and um, if I'm relaxed in a chair not all excited for um, you know holding this uh, webinar my pulse goes down to about 38 which is pretty good and um, it's, it's I can see a progress you know, when the graph goes down you know what it's like when you, you you're, like when you do when you're on a diet you hop on the scales if you don't hop on the scales you don't know your progress and it's harder to stick to a diet but with miniature successes, if you hop on the scales every two days and you're losing 200 grams each time, each one is a mini success. You add on lots of mini successes and you've got a big success. And I'm, I'm striving for the big success. And um, so my weight's going down. But Spooky Pulse is providing the mini successes where I can try every couple of days, see what my resting state of health. You know my my fitness level is, and through these million successes, it keeps me motivated, so I can get you know I can add them all together for the bigger success. So that's my little story. It's, it's not really a you know related to what we're talking about, but um, it's a bit of a bit of a distraction. But ozonated water, I'm finding very very good. I <laughs> um, I haven't got any uh, health issues. Um I haven't got any cold or food to test it on, but I find that um, I don't know, but my my fitness you know each summer I, I tend to sort of um panic because I've gained a few pounds and I want to sort of not look too ugly in the, you know i <laughs> mean I'm wearing when i'm wearing a singlet or no shirt at all and um i for the, for some reason this year my weights well, my weight has gone down, but my body shape—if it was weight it's plummeted. It's—it's—it's it's, it's gone down very quickly, and I, I'm, I'm thinking about what I've done differently. And really, the only change I've made is this ozoneated water. Where, um, look at the size. <laughs> now, ozonated water—the ozone evaporates after about ten minutes, or so. so, you know, when after it's bubbled, you pull out the bubbler and you drink it straight away. But look at the size. And what I do. I have it bubbling. I leave this one bubbling for about three quarters of an hour because it's so big, and um, I, I, I drink it all before I have a meal, and, and my poor tummy is sort of pretty full up on the water. So maybe I am eating less because I ha- I feel full so much sooner. But I really think that the ozonated water is doing something to raise the metabolism of my body because my weight is just falling off. It's absolutely falling off, and it's not like I've got anything wrong with me. You know, I do the biofeedback scans, and always it's pretty much a you know a deadline or, or or the you know the characteristic gentle curve of generator X. There's no no um, spikes or anything, but I feel so good. <laughs> you know, this, I feel so healthy. I feel so happy, and so no, we don't make ozonated water, and we don't have any. You know, I can't really direct you in the in the direction of where to buy one. We, we bought us a cheaper one um, from a supplier in China. But um, just because we don't make any money from it doesn't mean I can't talk about it. And um, it seems to be very, very good. So I'm, I'm going to wait till I get a sore throat or cold or something and see if it knocks that on the head. Or, or maybe I won't get one now because I'm taking this regularly. But if I, you know, it's, it's, um, it's become a habit. I always have the water on the boil just before a meal. Um, maybe it's because I'm drinking more water because I do tend to be the sort of person that doesn't drink enough water, and so now I am. Maybe that's the change. Maybe that's why I'm finding it that um, my my fitness level has increased quicker. And my body's becoming you know harder where it's supposed to be hard, and <laughs> I'm not wearing the water bottle on the front of my tummy anymore. Things like this. Um, so I'd recommend it, you know. But um, as I said, we just bought a cheap one. It wasn't an expensive model it doesn't use oxygen pure oxygen just you know it looks like a um, a water curium bubbler which it probably is because of the price i paid for it and um but i mean it's putting ozone into the water and um yeah it <laughs> seems to be working and sometimes you know the difference between something cheap and something really expensive isn't that great and my pockets aren't that deep so you know it, it's 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 doing its function at a cost that i can afford ah uh, more t- it's coming in uh oh gosh uh gosh there's a lot coming in here christmas for presents um <laughs> so many comments look i love you guys you know um especially when i was first starting off these summers, you know I re I needed material, I needed things to keep prompting me and things to talk about. And so I, it was my lifeline, this chat line. And so sometimes it was a bit of a curveball, but I really appreciated the you know, the questions. Um, it's not easy to have a you know webinar each week and get, you know, find an expert, get them online. Sam does a tremendous job. He's a very hard working lad. Um, works ten times as hard as I do. And um but so he does that part of it, but to you know, to, to hold the webinar and, you know, even my side, I, I do the programming for Spooky and that takes up a huge amount of time and all the testing and the, um, the hardware development as well. Um, but, you know, it's all worth it and it's spreading knowledge and that's really the ultimate goal of us, you know, to, to empower not just our users, just to empower people so they realise, well, hang on a moment, um, this is in contradiction to what I've been taught you know, um, some of the um, experts will totally spin your preconceptions of something and, um, and make you think. And as soon as you start thinking, that's, that's the first step on the path of empowerment because you realise, well, there are things which have been um, put on the sideline. There, have, there are treatments that have been stopped because now registration is controlled by one authority. And so um, to become a registered practitioner, you've got to follow their rules. It's like saying, you know, you can vote for one party as long as you register and you can only register through them. And so they make sure that only, only people that support them are registered. Um, but, you know, it's, it's it's going to be a tide of change. And I do believe it is going to be in my lifetime. I don't share Peter Glin, Glin, um, um pessimism of, you know, it's going to maybe happen in the next or, you know, in the distant future, I believe it's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. And it's going to happen through the support of um, people like yourself who are watching this video. So, well, maybe they'll cut this out. <laughs> who knows? Maybe they will because I'm, I'm in the two-hour mark now. But it really does, for a tide of change, you need a, a tide, a tide of people. And so we're trying to do this with our programs. We've got the uh, SAMA. We're starting other video um, sessions as well. We're going to be producing a series for general health and empowerment, um, not just covering health but also personal development because as you learn to give, you grow. And this is, um, this is the path you want people to take. Um, as you grow, um, you become less self-centered um, and you want to um, help people around you You know, the joy you get when you, you know, Christmas time, as a child, maybe the joy is receiving presents. When you get older, you share that joy, but you get a greater joy in giving. When you give one person the joy of life, the joy of living
1: a life that they would not have lived if it wasn't for something that you have done, nothing could be greater. Once you experience that joy, you'll know what I'm talking about.
0: So go have a great evening, think of what I've said, and spread that joy. Make a change. Make a change to who you can make a change with, and make it grow that way. <laughs> Goodbye. Good
1: night.